Myself with glue, stick some stamps on top of my head. I'm gonna mail myself to you. I'm gonna tie me up in red strings. I'm gonna fix blue ribbons too. Then I'm gonna climb up in my mailbox. I'm gonna mail myself to you. I'm gonna mail myself a letter. I'm gonna daub myself with glue. Stick some stamps on top of my head. I'm gonna mail myself to you. Take me out of my wrapping paper. Wash them stamps right off of my head. Fill me full of ice cream sodies. Tuck me in my nice warm bed. Because I'm gonna mail myself a letter. I'm gonna dog myself with glue. Stick some stamps on top of my head. I'm gonna mail myself to you. I'm gonna mail myself to you. been held down, nailed down, beat down. The woman kidding man and you wave it up and down. How'd you do? How'd you do? And you wave it up and down. How'd you do? How'd you do so doodle doogee? How'd you hide you heejee hoji? How'd you hold you heejee hide How'd you do? How'd you do? How'd you do so doodle doogee? How'd you do? I feel glad when you feel good. You brighten up my neighborhood with your how'd you do so doodle? How'd you do? How'd you do? How'd you do so doodle doogee? How'd you do? On my sidewalk, my street, everybody that we meet, well, you wave it up and down. How'd you do? How'd you do? And you wave it up and down. How'd you do? How'd you hide you? He'd you hold you? He'd you hide you? Hold you? How'd you hide you? He'd you do? So doodle. How'd you do? How'd you do? How'd you do? So doodle. Love will take your hand and lead you back to a job in the open sunlight. 
train Out for glory this train This train Out for glory this train This train is leaving town Getting the road and heading on down This train Out for glory this train Now this train Don't no care no gamblers This train This train Kids can squall and kids can ball as long as the ants pack hayseed. I like a kid that balls real loud and grows up with a big set of lungs so he can walk up to some pizzly-ass Washington office and yell so loud up and down them crackly halls that they gotta pass five or six laws that minute to give my kid whatever the hell he's yelling for. Dear Will and Herta, as you no doubt know, the warm winds are a-blowing, boy, it's spring of the year, so I sprung. I don't reckon I fit in so good around New York. I feel lots better out like this. My best stuff will take place away from the city. It's all right for money, and money can be raised there, but in and out of New York, in and out, that's what somebody's got to do, and it might as well be me. Meanwhile, our national soil... Valleys with smokestacks and out to the ocean with its oil drills and all sorts of hell is setting in to make a national calamity. Jesus Christ was a man traveled through the land a hard-working man and brave he said to the rich give your goods to the poor but they laid Jesus Christ
Sometimes I'm troubled all day long. Sometimes I'm troubled all day long. Sometimes I'm troubled all day long And I wring my hands And I cry I wring my hands Everybody in and around Okima had come to say good things about the little 14-year-old girl that had done something to help every family in town one way or another. Mama never did get over it. She kept Clara home to help with the ironing on her examination day. And the coal oil stove blew up and caught her dress on fire. Some of the neighbors chased her around the house, but they couldn't stop her. And the wind just made her dress burn faster. Don't you cry. Don't you never break down and cry where your old brother Roy did. Not like your roughy, tough papa. Yeah, Not the way your mama cried when she sat there beside the bed with her all eyes red and hot. Laugh like me. Be like me. Smile like I smile. This land is your land. This land is my land. California to the New York Island. From the redwood forest to the Gulf Stream water. This land belongs to you and me
on the bow, bow but the skies of blue, never knew till I met you, what love, oh love, could do, do. love, oh love, bluer than velvet was the night, softer than satin was the light from the stars she wore blue velvet bluer than velvet were her eyes warmer than may her tender sighs love was
so happy for the rest of her life. I begged her and I pleaded like a natural man. And in the whip, so lordy, well, she gave me her hand because she had kisses sweeter than wine. She had mm -mm, kisses sweeter than wine. father of twins because she had kisses sweeter than wine she had mm -mm, kisses sweeter than wine grandfather of eight because she had kisses sweeter than wine she had mm -mm, kisses sweeter than wine
CIA agents. Inexplicably, the deceased contract killers have the DNA of people who are long dead. CIA agent John Clooney devises a dangerous plan to capture a shadow killer alive. Contract a hit on himself. John Wessex, The Shadow Killers, is the second book of the John Clooney thrillers. Get it on Amazon. Take a psychedelic circus journey to the dark side of the podcast are ye on a raft without a pattern well gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship 
as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> International banking, diplomatic cables, nuclear missile launch codes all rely on unbreakable encryption. What if these codes were no longer secure? That nightmare scenario seems to be a reality. A shadowy underworld syndicate is auctioning off access to the world's encrypted secrets. The only plausible explanation for this ability? Someone has achieved the holy grail of code-breaking quantum computing. Veteran CIA agent John Clooney must track down the perpetrators and retrieve this technology for the U.S. government, and it's personal, as the Enigma brokers have already cost the lives of his fellow agents, perhaps including his partner. John Wessex's The Enigma Brokers is the first book of the John Clooney thrillers. Get it on Amazon. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! $4.99. I was just leaving the theater. <laughs> 1969 gold Cadillac with the white interior. Oh, up here. And I started to do some thinking. Around in it on the freeway, and I'm having a really, really good time. Flat black glass. Smoking big spliffs and cruising. Saturday, I'm a I'm a freeway. Good John Clooney's friend and ally become a dangerous enemy? Private investigator Anton Gruber has been CIA agent John Clooney's trusted aide. Clooney may have questioned Gruber's taste in cuisine, but never his loyalty, until Gruber double-crossed him. 
Escaping with his life, Clooney is sidelined while his superior attempts to discover how Gruber was compromised. The investigation delves into Gruber's astonishing past, from his unpleasant days as an East German border guard to life as a narcotics agent, from his time in the tango clubs of Buenos Aires to a trip up the Amazon in search of Nazi gold. John Wessex's The Prague Deception is the third book of the John Clooney thrillers. Get it on Amazon. Hey, Mutineers Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon, with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show, one of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we got to serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up an excellent mix of jazz, Latin, gospel, hip-hop, and traditional folk ballads. Great stuff. Check it out. Labor and Love is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Serve somebody. Meals on Wheels is dedicated to fostering independent living for San Francisco seniors by providing hot, nutritious meals delivered to their homes. They're committed to fostering independent living for as long as possible. For more information, please call Meals on Wheels at 415-920-1111. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. Are you looking for local handcrafted leather goods? Look no further than Skin on Skins, a local mission a leather working shop. All original pieces handcrafted for you. Jackets, belts, purses, jewelry, everything made out of leather. You need your bicycle seat fixed? You want it in cool leather? Under can do it. You have a motorcycle that you want to fit out with side bags and cool stuff, talk to Under. Go to SkinOnSkins.com. That's S-K-I-N-O-N-S-K-I-N-S.com. You just went to Folsom Street Fair and you don't have enough leather? Go see Under. Everything is handcrafted and understated quality. Fine leather handcrafted goods for all of your needs. He also does fixes. Maybe you love that jacket. He'll put the zipper back in. Talk to Under at SkinOnSkins.com at 20th and Mission. Check them out at SkinOnSkins.com. Volunteer for the San Francisco Food Bank. The San Francisco Food Bank relies on volunteers like you to help sort, package, and distribute healthy food to people in need in San Francisco. Each year, over 22,000 people contribute thousands of hours to fighting hunger in our community. This support will enable the SF Food Bank to distribute 43.5 million pounds of food this year, enough for 93.000 meals every day. But they can't do it without volunteers. Visit www.sffoodbank.com. 
www.sfmedia.org slash volunteer. Again, www.sffoodbank.org slash volunteer to find out how you can help. CIA agents. Inexplicably, the deceased contract killers have the DNA of people who are long dead. CIA agent John Clooney devises a dangerous plan to capture a shadow killer alive. Contract a hit on himself. John Wessex, The Shadow Killers, is the second book of the John Clooney thrillers. Get it on Amazon. Take a psychedelic circus journey to the dark side of the moon with Bow and Arrow Presents Dark Side of the Circus, a psychedelic circus show set to Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. Playing for one weekend only September 16th through 18th at Dance Mission Theater. Tickets available now at darksideofthecircus.brownpapertickets.com. Mutiny Radio listeners can get a $25 ticket with promo code MUTINY420. Bow and Arrow will see you soon on the dark side of the moon. Ladies and gentlemen, no theme song, no preamble. Go straight to your YouTube search engine and put in Modesty Blaze 1966. Modesty, you don't know how to spell that, Blaze, B-L-A-I-S-E, 1966. You'll find the channel, I Fly 2, it's the only one you'll find. Modesty, B-L-A-I-S-E, 1966, I Fly 2. Press the link, press pause, slide it back to zero, zero, and we're going to do the countdown. No celebrity, no Brumbot, let's just do it right away. Ready, Michael? Ready, Michael? Three, two, one go hi carl and we're off to the races welcome uh, to lwaflmoyt let's That's- watch a full-length movie on youtube with mike spiegelman and carl way to go carl what? is this modest is this modesty blaze right here yeah that was modesty well she is wearing pajamas so i guess that's <laughs> why they call her modesty yeah wait watch how she wakes up in the morning Beautiful. It's a movie. Look at her. She's in a dress. Her right. Hair is done. You know, the problem about having like a sunken bed is that like when you smoke cigarettes, uh-huh. 
he knocked the ashtray right into your bed or like uh you know you smell it like you have to move the ashtray away from your your pillow <laughs> you're speaking from experience well i mean take sunken bed and mattress on the ground they're interchangeable right mm -hmm. it's a futon loser ton it's a loser ton <laughs> a loser ton okay. This is Modesty Blaze, and she was originally a comic strip in the newspaper. And uh, I think it was only three years earlier, 1963. It got popular. She's a spy, you know. Is she British, American, this, vaguely European? This actress is totally Italian, and this is her first movie in which she speaks English. And she does okay. I know uh, her cousin, Humble Bragg Blaze. <laughs> Humble Bragg Blaze? Yeah. Oh, Terrence Stamp. Okay, turn up the sound because you got to hear their theme song. Oh, nice. Remember it from the trailer? Yes, the three and a half minute trailer. Now, this is the duet of David and Jonathan. They were a pop duo in Britain. They had two top 20 hits in 1966. Is this one of them? No. <laughs> but they got paid, and they worked with the Beatles' George Martin, and they did Paul McCartney's song, Michelle. They made some money. Fair enough. Dude, I like their harmony, although I think David does a better job than... Uh... Jonathan? Jonathan, guess what? Neither of them, that's not their names. <laughs> it's not their names. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Show business. That's crazy. Oh, that is crazy. The thing is, if you're going to get a stage name, why would you go with Jonathan? I mean, they must have tested. <laughs> now, somebody said that, like, in the Bible, there was a David and a Jonathan, and they were best of friends. So maybe that's where it comes from. Right. Let's suspect. Oh, here, here's our songs, Monastery. So we stream live every week on Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. That's where you can catch us first. But you catch us on a podcast. We drop every week. Every Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Sunday. It's a RSS feed or you go to the search engine, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Facebook yeah. page of Let's Watch Fully. I love That's it, Carl. Keep going. Keep going. Ed? Well, we got the YouTube channel where Carl, our curator, who thinks he's uh, not part of the show, he thinks he's guesting. Oh, they're saying, why should we get Modesty Blaze? We have our best man on it. And then he's going to get totally exploded. Okay, we'll get Modesty. I recognize him from the Ministry of Ordinary Walks. <laughs> yeah, very boring walk. Oh, hello. Can I help you? Okay, you see this mime? Yeah. They're like figure into comedic bits in the beginning until he's like mime killed. He's not like, necessarily a mime. He just whispered into that spy's ear. <laughs> That's right. My kid's trying to be a mime now. Can you believe that shit? My kid is trying to be a mime. He's upstairs in his room practicing his miming. And I was like, I was like, keep it down up there. He's not doing a good job. Keep your miming to a minimum. Well, he's a beginner. Ah, the illusionist. This is the illusionist. He will figure in for a while. Oh, is he like a Batman villain? Ooh, no, yes. he's more like a crony. He's going to work for our villain. 
Oh, you know what? This is just a bridge too far. This is a bridge British too far. That's funny. Oh, wait. You were doing National Geographic? Modesty Blaze. Oh, you are doing the theme song. Yeah. Okay, get ready. Brace yourself for a big explosion. This okay. guy's going to get poofed. Uh, what is press it gonna do? in Amsterdam? Is Two. <laughs> the whole building collapses. Yeah. yeah. Now, how much gas do you think was in his tank? That was too big an explosion. Look at that. Uh, not even his hat survives. Wow, that's like, that's going to be top news. Oh, they have the hat. Yeah, they go, ah, this is terrible. We've got to get more to see, please. She'll never come on board. She's retired now. She's a thief, she is. She's always flirted with the criminal. Now, that guy, we saw him in Mesmerized a couple weeks ago. Oh, the Australian film? Yeah, he was the um, butler guy. Remember the butler dude? Right. He's like, are you here to hypnotize your... Uh... No, no, no hypnotism. <laughs> Weird movie. Modesty Blaze. His name is Sir Gerald in the film. Sir Gerald. And he's, he had a prominent career. It just was back in the day. Now, this movie always feels like a campy 60s throw... You know, like British throwback. Like, But it was based on that comic strip. So I think it was yeah. British, the strip. Yeah, the strip was definitely British, and the guy who wrote the strip uh, originally wrote the screenplay. And um, only one line of his ends up in the final thing. They had creative differences. You see, Modesty Blaze comic book was a uh, comic strip. It was never right. a was serious. And this is like a spoof. Like the cinematographer would go on to do Casino Royale next year. It's right, it has like that feeling. James Bond was very popular, and for a little while, there were both other spy films like him or spoofs on him. Yeah, I saw one that sometimes it's hard to tell if it's going to be like a genuine spy movie or a spoof. Mm -hmm. Like you see him on Tubi or whatever, like OSS 119, you go, what is it? Oh, it's got to be a parody. And it's not. It's just straight right. up. <laughs> oh, look, a no. picture within a picture. Yes, right. Now, the joke here we're getting is that, you know, Sir Gerald knows everything, and the the guy who's like his minister is like a boob. Uh, what's his name? It kind of doesn't matter what his name is. He's like the head chairperson in charge of bullshit, you know, and he doesn't. This country was founded 15 years ago. 25, governor. 25 years ago. It's like that kind of gag. And also, like, Sir Gerald's always correcting him, but then Modesty will start correcting him. Like, she doesn't need to be briefed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there she, she's already here, right? That's her? That is her. You see how her hair is brown, a brunette now? Yeah. That will happen throughout the film. In the comic book, she's brunette. In this thing, she's, like, both brunette and blonde. It's so strange sometimes to see comics when they become movies that they change the tone of the of the comic. Like as you said, this was like a more of a rip roaring adventure, serious drama. Yeah, and then they light it on screen. Like you know, Dick Tracy. It seems weird, or, or I right. guess 
was obsessed with the style and not really uh, the spirit. I don't know if you're so well. Uh, it's not necessarily the, the the 40s comic. No, absolutely, it's not. I guess. Uh, Dick Tracy walked into the room like he was walking upon a yacht. Well, that's that the Madonna about, soundtrack. It's what what um Warren Beatty. Uh, right. That song was about. Oh, you're so vain. Right, right. Really? Oh, that's yes. weird. I thought it was about me. Oh, you're so vain, Michael. Okay, so are they going to leave? Like, does he get to play with gadgets before they leave? Like, no. I know. I yeah, that's right. That's where that's our next step, but we don't take it. No. Oh. He does have gadgets though. Okay, so what we're learning is they've got this deal with an oil sheik, and they get like twenty percent off for the country if they give them. $10 million of diamonds every month, like on the side. So they do. And for some reason, that diamond shipment is in jeopardy and threatened. So they have to go to modesty to help uh, ensure safe travel of the diamonds, okay? Someone's right. going to steal them, and his name is Gerard. Now, this is a spy friend named Willie. Oh, look, that's oh, look. a comic strip. Yeah, that's so funny. Well, because now I, I feel like I paid my money's worth. I'm like, I finally saw the comic strip on the big screen. You'll see it again. She'll actually have the, um, the strip will be on the couch. You'll see. The movie so Tank Girl does the same thing. It uses cartoon animation from the, the cartoon comic tank girl i think i remember that film uh laurie perry yeah see she didn't get famous off of that i mean that movie was like a tankless job <laughs> no reward look how nice their car is i said uh, what movie were you in he says tank girl and i said oh you're welcome so now they're taking her to the chic uh, you know, the guy who's going to do the diamond ship. They're going to ship the diamonds, too. And we learn this weird thing. She's like his daughter and also son. He goes, this is my son. When she was a little girl, she was in this Saudi Arabian country, and they oh. helped he adopt it. There she is. There's the right. sheep. He's like adopted dad to her. It's a weird thing. That's why they needed her. The sheep would trust. Her own son. Yeah. His own son. He also, he has a car in the driveway, in the inside yeah. the house. Yes, he's obnoxiously rich. Oh, it's all like pop culture, pinball. He's oh. a stereotype. Now, this actor was the fourth choice to play the Sheik. Oh, like, yeah. Who were the, yeah, who were the... kept happening, you know? Shit happens. And then yeah. they were like, we shoot tomorrow! I say fourth choice. Jolly good of you to... I love the accents. I love when you pick these films, these English. Oh, you, do you think they're, like, better paced to, to, to watch, or...? Uh, nope, but they are differently paced, because it's a different culture. It's so funny how time also makes 
like our country in the 30s, it was a different culture. If we poof went there, we'd be like, this place is fucked up. Oh my God, can you imagine? I mean, like, what kind of chewing gum is this? They're like, it's uh, blackjack. People love blackjack. I'm not Here. putting grease in my hair, dude. Chill out, have a moxie. Ice cold moxie. Here, have a Coca-Cola with cocaine. Ooh, yeah. So by that point, I'm sure they switched wow. By the 30s? Maybe, but... Well, wasn't the whole idea of like soda jerks where like you have to get a formula, like you have to go to a pharmacist and get the formula, and then they're like, well, we could carbonate it and make a drink, and why'd you sit here and we'll put like a ice cream in it? Oh. And then they had like a, a, a soda jerk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You ever see Dr. Pepper and there's that little like 80s rocker guy and he's like, you deserve a pepper. You ever see uh-huh. this? I've seen those commercials. Yeah, yeah that's a soda jerk. <laughs> I know, I guess then. <laughs> What's in the bag, dad? <laughs> this is a gift for... Um, huh. well, gift let me guess, is it, is it a cannon? Yes, and he goes, certainly it's not a functioning model. And he's offended by that. He goes, don't! You're pointing at that Buckingham Palace. You'll see it in a minute. She's totally into it. Yeah, she loves her dad. <laughs> goes, That's Buckingham Palace, my good man. He goes, take it to this other window. It's a better view. <laughs> uh. Honestly. Uh. So he's going to be in this throughout this two-hour movie. Yes, but not... You'll see him throughout the film, but no, he's not the... He he plays a large enough role. He Carl, goes look. away for a time, and then he's back in the end. Gotcha. Hello, fourth choice. Okay. Hello. Hello, There's Mr. Only... Available. <laughs> There's only one man who would dare steal from me, Gabriel. And this is Gabriel. Oh my God, he has the worst eyesight. <laughs> he's also, he's funny. He's, he's a good character, right? Because he's snobby and everything. But like at the same time, like he'll allow you to best him and he'll be humiliated and take it. And also he's, he's smart, but he's dumb at the same time. And his bodyguard is this woman. He's got this weird relationship. Okay, this is McWhorter. And he's like the money man of Gabriel's criminal operation. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I love this island. So this must be Italy. Uh, this might be... I'll go tell you. This is his fortress island. It's his private island. But I'll tell oh, you the location. Fire island. Fire island. Thousand, um, it's thousand um, Italy, Sicily. It's Castillo di Sant'Eliasio Siculo. Looks Sicily, Italy. Except for the fucking bells. I get it. You got Taco Bell. Shut up. Dong, dong. Dong, dong. I'll be right back. Gordita calls. It used to be that you in California would have different commercials than us in New York, you know? Oh, what, for, for Taco Bell? For, yeah, yeah, for everything. Yeah. You wouldn't have Taco Bell. You'd have, like, 
Mr. Taco. It was a different, you know, I'm talking well, going back to like 66 when this film was. Well, there was Hardee's and there's like uh, uh, Carl's Jr. That's uh, Carl's Jr. is uh When we were kids, there was Jack in the Box and there was Jack's. Right. There was uh, Arthur Treacher's Fish and Chips. There was Gino's. And Bloomfield's. They had the Arthur Treacher's. And then remember when Arthur Treacher's went out of business, they put made an F. They made it Arthur Features, and they kept oh. the business. It was really good. I like Arthur Treacher's Fish and Chips. Arthur Treacher shows up in a Abner and Costello movie. Oh yeah. Yeah, but they're like high society. We saw uh, last week. Yeah, in society. Well, you know, what? I'm so sorry, Carl. I was, uh, I have a, I went to the library since then, and I rented a, a DVD of sixteen Abner and Costello movies. Really? Yeah. So I actually said the movie we watched last week was their 18th. Their 18th was actually meets Frankenstein. Oh. This was like their 15th or 14th, and so it's in there. Yeah. So it has like I was watching uh, One Night in the Tropics, uh-huh. and uh, well, look, you know, and so I didn't realize like I didn't have my phone, Carl. I apologize. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Why did you bring that up? What, what, well, because I was like. I was watching a lot of Avicastella today. I was like, I'm going to watch Avicastella uh, before we do this. And, uh, and your phone was not in the room, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, was, I didn't realize. I didn't have the clock on me. Oh, so this, this movie was produced organically. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Carl. <laughs> okay. This is McWhorter again, the, you know, like brains and money. And okay. But we just met the bodyguard. We missed her, but that's okay. We'll see lots of it. They should have like a warning, epileptic warning up front. Yeah, look at this. 3D walls. How do they do that? And it's 66 in England. Sweltering. 66 Celsius. (laughs) They actually didn't have, I don't know what the answer. When did metric come around for for? Oh, back in 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so like we're just learning. Like, why don't you turn it up? We're getting quirky stuff about Gabriel, you know, the way he thinks. It's not all about money, you know. So that's quirky. Yeah, he's really got a person. 